You're listening to the Bulldog Hour, getting you inside the Wilson football program with weekly game previews, recaps, highlights, and interviews. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Bulldog Hour, episode 13 of our fifth season. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting next to me, my co-host, Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's uh, good to be here. You know, I keep saying this as we go through. We're I'm flying through that schedule. You know? Oh, my gosh. So it's, uh, you know, by the time we come back to you next week, it'll be October already. So That is crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah, I can't believe it. I mean, literally one day of September left. Right. We've, we've closed in on the halfway point of the first marking period at school, and I told the kids, you're an eighth of the way through the year. <laughs> <laughs> Did they appreciate that? Um, not really. Not really, no. no. Same way as uh, the when we reached the Labor Day weekend, and I was like, one month down. First month, over, gone, yeah. done. That's they just great. look at me like, oh, he's going to be like that. He's year. one of those. Yeah. So. And that's me. Yes, it is. Do not request raff off for classes ever again. Lesson learned. Yep. All right, so this is uh, a situation we haven't been put in for a while, actually together. I'm Thankfully. not sure. Yeah, well, actually, I'm totally thankful for that. And Because actually, I think I did the recap versus Harrisburg the last time Wilson lost by myself. Yeah. So we haven't talked about a loss probably since middle of October last year. Yeah, it, it was um, the end of last season got a little sketchy in terms of scheduling for me. Um, <sighs> so many excuses. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but also, yeah, that's just not a lot of fun. So, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Let, let, I let you do that one. Wait, you mean you, having a kid or losing a football <laughs> no, game? I what meant you talking about the end oh, of the season. Oh, okay. All right. I was just well, I was trying to clarify. So, yeah, unfortunately, we have to talk about a loss this evening, the first one for the Bulldogs this season. Um, you know, first one in – like 11 months, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's been a while. It's always exciting to win games, win five in a row, come out of the gates really strong. Uh, but they just ran into a bit of a buzzsaw uh, Friday yeah, night absolutely. against Manheim Township, which wasn't to be – it wasn't unexpected. Like, no. it was – we knew they were going to be really say, good. Township was as advertised. Yeah, entering the season, a lot of the uh, – Preseason predictions peg Manheim Township to be the team to beat, uh, try and attempt to win a third straight league title. Of course, last year was a three-way tie, but it still counts. And Township won going away in 2017, ending our 68-game league streak, uh, then beat us in the playoffs. Uh, we got back at them last year, but had the down game against Warwick, which led to the three-way tie with them. And now this year, uh, Township looks to be the team to beat. Of course, we'll find out pretty quickly as this yeah. week they uh, play Warwick. Right. And, right. Uh, you know, those two teams are both sitting at 6-0, and uh, two of the, the top teams in the state in 6A and 5A respectively. Yeah, I believe they're both the one seeds in currently. By you power know, rating? By power rating in 6A and 5A. So a uh, huge game there. I don't know who is home for that one but um huge game yeah i, I unfortunately i don't know that either but i will you know what i'm going to pull up the uh power ratings as you mentioned because well there was a huge shakeup uh across yes. the uh, district this weekend as a result of the games friday and saturday and now if everyone has updated these which they don't always do 
but it's also hard to tell because of teams filling in with uh, non-PIAA right. teams. Their schedule's filling in with those some of those teams, so like not all of them have six games that count towards the power rating. So, right. Um, Let me uh, pull this up here for everyone to see. And uh, so there you have it. Wilson stays, or Wilson is at two, even despite the loss of Township. When you lose to the team at one, you're not going to drop too far. And that also was buoyed because, well, Harrisburg and Cedarcrest lost as well. Cedarcrest to Warwick. Harrisburg to Central Dolphin, who comes in at number five in the power ratings. And they are hitting their stride right now. Now, I know yes, it was a big are. controversy at Severance Field on Saturday afternoon. Yes. For those of you not aware, it was a low-scoring, back-and-forth game, tons of turnovers. I believe uh, Eric Thomas, I talked with him, the broadcaster of all the Central Dolphin games. He, I spoke with him after the game to find out what went down, what went on, and he told me that Central Dolphin had four, six Harrisburg turnovers. I wow. believe it was six, five or six. Uh, a, a bunch of interceptions, fumbles uh, actually near the end, which helped um, the Rams keep it close. 15-14 uh, was the final, but Harrisburg was inside Central Dolphin territory with, uh, I believe it was 17, 17 seconds. 17 seconds when they snapped the uh, ball. They ran a play that ended up being down at like the one-and-a-half-yard line or so. But there was a clock malfunction, and the referees just signaled end of the game. Now, by by any... It looked <laughs> as though there should be somewhere between... Three to five seconds. At least. Yeah, at it could least. be even five to seven seconds. Right. There should have been time. Now, Harrisburg didn't have any timeouts, right. but there was plenty of time because of the first down pause. Right. By the time the change were set up again, right. you would have had three to five seconds, which means you could have at, at least ran a play, if not spiked it, and set up to run yes. a play. Yes, But they said no, uh, game was over, and uh, Central right. Dolphin comes out victorious. Yeah, and it from the appearance, it did not look as though it was a timing, like a clock operator error. It looked as though the actual clock stopped working. From the view right. I saw, it like went to like... It went from 17.7 to zero, like, immediately. Right, and then it flashed, like, an 80, and then it It's went almost off, like something like, reset. Yeah, it it was not... And now, this was at Harrisburg, it was at not Harrisburg at Central Dolphin, afternoon. so there's no, you know, nothing cahoots about mm-hmm. trying to get the home team win. The, the home team, they, they wanted yeah. uh, them to have a few extra but, seconds, right. but that's just was yeah. not what was decided. Needless to say, chaotic ending. Yes. Um... And a, a tough way for that to kind of play out, you know, for both sides. Like, neither team, you know, I'm sure Central Dolphin is thrilled that they won the game, but they don't want to necessarily win on that. Yeah. Or have that hanging over the then, win, I should well, say. They don't want that hanging over the win. And Harrisburg, you know, feels like they should have gotten that last shot, you know, and probably should have gotten that last probably shot. Probably should have, but you can't, like, just because they're at the one, one and a half doesn't mean they were going to score. No. Like, no, they, they'd only scored, well, uh, it would twice. seem twice yeah. all, all day. Um, so, yeah, they, just a crazy ending. Like a lot of teams now, including Wilson, Harrisburg's riddled with injuries. Uh, yeah. Eric told me they were down, I believe, their third string tackle. They had backup quarterbacks rotating in. Uh, they Plant was not in at the end of the game. Uh, Dante Kent was out like they were missing people, but still one of the best teams in the state in the classification for sure. And uh, we have not heard the last from them. I'm going to guess that Harrisburg is going probably I would expect them to probably run the table. I mean, I think they do still play state college, 
but I don't think yeah. they'll have much problem with the other teams left on their schedule. Right. And Central Dolphin is now in the driver's seat to outright win the mid pen conference, and this right. is after starting the season 0-2 with losses to Wilson and Mannheim Township. Right, and Cedarcrest still has to play Mannheim Township and Wilson. You know, So when you look there, there's still lots of shakeup there. The York League will play itself out. You also see Redding sitting there at number 9 one spot out of the playoffs you know they're five and one correct they're five and one but the one was over a dc team okay yeah so right yeah yeah we talked so about that four a little bit and one last week power so redding sitting there you know if redding can redding probably loses to mifflin um I, but po- also right. possibly exeter say, too uh, a couple wild cards here are lebanon who is having a really strong year in section three of the ll so they're really strong but they're playing small schools yeah so i Will it be enough if they continue that to creep up to that uh, yeah, eight spot? I, just, I don't know. And the also the other one is Cumberland Valley. Like I know they got off to a slow start last year. It looks like they're struggling a bit here at the beginning. Yeah, they just but, got beat up by someone. Right? Can they, you know, really put on a run here? And again, if I feel like the teams that Cumberland Valley would have to beat down the stretch would help them kind of jump over some of the teams. Yeah, I forget who that was. He gonna, oh, Chambersburg. They lost right. to Chambersburg 30 to nothing. Yeah. So, and now Chambersburg still does get to play Central Dolphin. Central Dolphin also has State College. Right. Um, but from what my conversations with Eric, Eric thinks there's a very high likelihood Central Dolphin finishes 8-2. and two. Well, they, they appear to be hitting their stride. Yeah. And I'm guessing then that Central Dolphin probably hosts State College, which would be a big deal because State College is is you know one of those top three teams in the mid pen right. uh, with Harrisburg and Central Dolphin. But I think Central Dolphin might host State College, giving them that that not having to travel advantage. Um, Central Dolphin plays Altoona this week. So and then you also have the two York teams sitting in there: Central York and Red Lion. Uh, I don't think usually Central York Red Line and Dallas Town are the ones that are near the top. Now Dallas Town's having a down year, but the three of them I think have a round robin like right at the end of the year, like weeks eight, yeah, nine, usually. and ten. I think they usually meet. Um, but yeah, Red Line and Central York in that conversation. Chambersburg's right there. But honestly, the way it looks now, uh, I'd, I'd expect the top four to be in no particular order. I'm going to just say the way that they're listed there now. Township, Wilson, Harrisburg, and then probably Central Dolphin would be my guess. Yeah. If I had to, if I had to uh, guess, those would be the top four teams in whatever order you want to put them in. Um, so that leaves Crest, Central York, Chambersburg, Red Lion, Reading, and Lebanon fighting for the final four spots. Yeah. And, and I think that realistically, those are the only teams you can really consider. Yeah. I mean, unless Hempfield or Cumberland Valley would really go on a run and win these last four weeks, but that's going to alter the ones that are at the top. And speaking of Hempfield, we will come back to them later yeah, in the we'll show. Yeah, we'll be talking about the Black Knights really, really soon, uh, but we do want to recap this Mannheim Township game first. So let's uh, get back on that. And uh, i I thankful that I didn't uh, fully go into the player of the game stuff to put you on the spot again this week so start thinking about that yeah i appreciate that I, well i know you do that's why i do you know i like to keep you involved I like to give you that advantage so let's uh do you want to do the the the, the game recap from huddle first or you want to do uh the stats first? let's do the recaps you want to do the, this all right so here are our highlights for the week since we'll probably have to restart it anyway <laughs> well this isn't mine this is the huddle version okay, okay. um so it's only two minute two minutes long 
I uh, just didn't, unfortunately, didn't have the time to uh, do what I usually do. So uh, I have no idea what they're going to show us here, but here you go. Um, these look like to be the Wilson highlights. Uh, and this is right at the beginning of the game. So this is the 10-yard pass to uh, Troy Corson, who unfortunately went down with an injury during this game. Then we're going to get this big run here that put Wilson up very early. Second play from scrimmage. And he busted right up the middle, 55 yards into the end zone. Extra point would be good from Jack Wagner. Wilson was up 7-0. Unfortunately, the literal next offensive play for Manhattan Township would be a big touchdown. And you can see, I don't know if it's up there, it's kind of being blocked. But 7-7 right away. Um, now, Wilson would get a few more uh, good plays throughout the evening. But Manheim Township would really uh, take things over with their passing game. It was electric all night. Unfortunately, Wilson's on the bad end of a few statistics, the biggest being that for the second straight year, uh, Lancaster 11 in league opponent set a new single-game receiving record against them. This time it was Anthony Ivey who went for over 280 yards against the Bulldogs. Uh, I'll have an exact number for you here shortly. But... Uh, I didn't realize until during the game that this was his first game of the year. Yeah, I knew he had been out. Oh, look, you're right. It paused. I knew he had been out A minute injured. in. Look at that. What a he shot. He had been out injured for a little bit. Um, I didn't know he hadn't played in the other games. No, he, he um, had a but... wrist injury. So, oh, yeah, it's going to give us problems here. So, let's uh, back out of this and restart but yeah, it. So, I, I know, um, you know, in reading some of the preview stuff that he hadn't um, – he didn't play. I knew he hadn't played the last couple of games. I didn't know it hadn't been any of the games. I also know that um, they were aware of the threat that he he brings in terms of his speed and everything. And um, you know that was on full display on on Friday night. Yeah, for sure. And he received or he caught eight passes for two hundred ninety two yards and two touchdowns, which he broke Trey Glass's record uh, from Warwick set last year. But uh, yeah, I mean, he was he was basically their their offense, and um, all respect to Harry Kirk, their quarterback, who was putting the ball where it needed to go yeah, all night long. Beautiful throws. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy to think after the, some of the quarterbacks townships had over the last few years, but Kirk could end up being the best, right? Um, which is saying something because they've had some very good quarterbacks over the yeah. last decade. So then in the second half, Township uh, started to go to their running back, Jaden Floyd. And uh, he grounded out 80 yards, I believe, on the night, uh, 72 net. So uh, when they needed him, he got it going. Wilson held Township to only nine points in the second half. Unfortunately, Wilson wasn't able to get on the board at all during that time. So, you know, there it is. Final score, 30-14, to 14, favor Mannheim Township. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's an opportunity for a rematch in the future. That's just the way that these teams seem to be headed uh, with a, you know, a few of those really strong mid-pen teams thrown in the mix. Like I said, I feel like the top four in whatever order you want to take is Wilson, Manheim Township, Harrisburg, and Central Dolphin. Yeah. Will someone crash that party? I guess we'll find out over the next month. But yeah. those four teams, I think, are, are right there. And we've been saying for a while, maybe not on the air, but we truly feel, and, and all the people outside of Wilson we've talked to, think that whoever wins District 3 – very strong chance of representing the East in the state championship. Yeah, you know, you never know um, who is going to be that um, 
team out of district one yeah i mean because um, coachville's beat up a little ortega not playing they're right. not the team they were the last two years uh downingtown west very strong you know north penn's always right. there as well but i know so those teams and they still do 16 teams in theirs because I, and this is part of that realignment issue is there are a ton yeah, of six a schools down yeah. in in district one in suburban well we always see springford right in that mix as well right so when you get down there, that's going to have to sort it out, but you don't have to beat all of them. You need, you know, the winner of District 3 will need to beat one of them, you know, and and coming off of a bye. Yeah. You know, so, um, but yeah, it, it's one of those things where, you know, Friday night obviously didn't unfold exactly how uh, we would prefer, but, um, you know, that happens sometimes. And it, it was one of those where, you know, I, I think there were still some, some things that we can some positives you can take away. Um, but township played like the township, the version of township we saw was kind of the version that looked like they were, they were ready to go and they were ready to try and prove something. Um, and they, they were firing on all cylinders there. So it, you know, it it goes that way. Sometimes there's nothing to hang your head about, but it is something to kind of, you, you know, the task in front of you now. Right. And, you can't get caught. You can you can want that that rematch uh, later on, but that's kind of up to us. Like you know, you know, if you want that rematch, you got to handle your business. Yep. Um. You can't you can't feel sorry for yourself or anything like that. You got to move on. They've got Hemfield this week. I know we're not done wrapping up this game yet, but you know, you've got Hemfield coming up. You know, so learn from your mistakes and the things that didn't go our way on Friday. Regroup and start to worry about taking care of business this week. So yeah. that you can take that first step into ensuring that, hey, if you think you want another, not think, if you want another shot at Mannheim Township or the the top teams in the district, make it happen, you know, and and so you need to get back to work. Yeah, and uh, the you know the obviously only scored 14 points, so there are some offensive issues, got shut out in the second half, but the defensive ones are the ones that everyone's talking about. Uh, the, the the secondary not being able to stop Ivy uh, and, and Kirk, which can also be related to the inability to get pressure on him at times. I know Wilson had four sacks, so it's not like right. they weren't able to get no. to him, but sometimes when they needed to get there because the secondary was grasping, right. they weren't there, and Kirk got to Ivy for the majority of those plays. Right. But it all, but it wasn't, and I don't know if this is good or bad, a positive or a negative, but it wasn't a an implosion by Wilson. Like no, there weren't turnovers. No. Well, that that mattered. There was one no. late, but at that point, the game had been pretty much figured out. At that point, you right. know, it was like mid end of fourth quarter. Wilson's down by, uh, I think we were down by close to six. It might have been the full sixteen. Maybe right. it was the thirteen. So there's still hope, but this wasn't like oh, there was a fumble or interception in the first or second quarter. No, you know, and it was a big turn. Of, you know, momentum switch. It wasn't like that. Uh, Wilson just got worn down. They couldn't capitalize when they needed to. And, uh, you know, the big play that, that is what did them in was the big plays. Right. And they I, got one right away, but then they right. gave up, you know, four or five the rest of the evening, three of which were touchdowns. Right. And, you know, we, we've talked about this a lot. You know, we talked about it on air. We've talked about it in, in person a bunch, you know, like, this was the game where we said we knew what we were up against and we knew we were going to have to put it all together. And while we made some strides and in other areas, we, we still didn't quite make, we aren't where we need to be. You know, I, I wouldn't 
I don't think there's anybody out there that would argue this was the game where we did put it all together. You know what I mean? So like there's still that potential. I still think the potential for this team is extremely high. You know, I, I like the pieces that are there and I, I like the things we've seen. It's just, it, we weren't able to put it together on Friday night the way we needed to right. in that game. You know, like in a lot of the games we played this year, honestly, the way we played on Friday night might've been good enough. Maybe not everyone, you know, but like, I also look, man, like we are going against a ton of good quarterbacks this year. Oh yeah. You know, like, and from yeah. all accounts, the kid at central dolphin is, is really good. And, and we saw him be Mosey. very good. Yeah. And he's, he's young only a too. Right. He's, he's, he's real young. Yeah. Well, I actually, Doug mentioned that to me Saturday and I saw him at the uh, flag football clinic. Oh. He said, man, the quarterbacks we've seen this year, you know, you've got an emerging star in Mosey who's right. going to be around for two more years at Central Dolphin. Uh, then you had a returning starter at Mifflin and Strasser, right? right? Is that who it was? Yeah, is I, think, Strasser I the think so. Okay. I don't I, whoever it was is the returning starter. Right. So then you go to Springford and Engro was incredible is, is returning great. starter. And Lich in big-time wide receivers. And then you have Manheim Central who has Division Evan Simon who's going to Division One. That'll be interesting to see how that happened because Ryan Day got fired today. Not, no, Chris, Chris Ash. Ash. I was Chris like, Ash. Ryan, Ryan Day being Ryan fired Day after the did start. not get fired. <laughs> um, I'm thinking Ohio assistants, it it was Chris Ash got fired today. So it'll be just, but Division One quarterback. Yeah. So the only one prior, you know, that this year that we didn't see that wasn't, I'm actually, the Penn Manor quarterback could be a returning starter. I don't know. <laughs> right. It's just of the ones we faced, that he was probably at the bottom. Right. And then you come here and Harry Kirk, like we said, maybe the best of the bunch of a great line and over the last decade of, you know, two, three year starters from Manheim just, Township. Uh, you know, they had Emge and Benjamin and they just always seemed to have a guy there. Yeah. As a side note, I Penn Manor hung sixty up this week. On who? McCaskey. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So we don't need to. That'll be a senior we night. Don't, we don't need to talk about that, but just. I mean, we will eventually. <laughs> yeah, not tonight. <laughs> not but, tonight. Yeah. Just. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it really has been the year of the quarterback for Wilson opponents, that's for sure. So uh, quickly, the uh, team statistics, uh, 15 to 10 first downs favor Township. Rushing yards, Wilson got the edge 116 to 64, but that's because Township did all their work through the air. 387 passing yards uh, net to Wilson's 123. Township quarterbacks, which I believe Kirk's the only one that threw anything, was for 14 of 29. So, like, Wilson, right there you can see Wilson forced bad passes, incomplete passes, or he just missed. Right. Like, he was completed below 50%. It's just that the ones he completed were daggers. Right. And they were perfectly thrown, and Wilson yeah. didn't have an answer until later in the second half. some of them, we half. had guys in position. Their receivers just made really good plays. Yeah. You know, like, it's... Sometimes that's just how it goes. So Wilson was outgained 451 to 239. Uh, time of possession, five minutes, five and a half minutes, favor to Township, 2644 to 2116. Um, no real notables on third or fourth downs or red zone. Both of the teams were pretty even in that regard. Uh, individual stats, stats Jaden Floyd from Township, 18 rushes for 72 yards. Avanti had eight for 76 yards, but 55 of those came. Right. On the second play from scrimmage, and um, Harry Kirk fourteen of twenty nine for three hundred eighty seven yards, three touchdowns. Uh, Caleb Brown was thirteen of twenty two for one hundred and twelve yards, and we talked about the lead receiver for Township and Ivy with two hundred ninety two and two scores. Corson was Wilson's leading receiver with four for thirty. Uh, defensively, 
see who the standout was there. You're just, oh, you're just you're a disgrace. Just uh, Sam Emge led Township with six tackles, one for loss. Wilson's leader was Avanti Lockhart with seven and a half tackles, one for loss. Wilson did get a few sacks coming from Jeff Colson, Adrian Santana, Ethan Capitano, and Nate Hoekstra and Johnny Wildman each had half a sack. Uh, Anthony Coper chipped in five tackles as well. So one of the things that... Um, one of the things that, you know, unfortunately I feel like we need to mention just because it's kind of surreal to talk about is um, a couple of streaks that came to an end. And they weren't yeah. really streaks that I think anyone was aware of because I didn't think about it until um, I was talking about it. Well, actually, I saw it from our buddy Andy Herr, yeah. who we'll get to when we talk sponsors here in a few moments. But Andy Herr mentioned about how this is the first league loss Wilson suffered at home to a league opponent. Since he was a senior in high school, which would be way back September 21st, 2007. Do you know why he knows that? It was Warwick. Because it was to Warwick, 14 to 12. So literally, it's been 12 years. An entire high school class has come and gone. Wow. Since the last time Wilson lost a home game to a Lancaster Lebanon League Section 1 opponent. Wow. Yeah. Over 12 years by a few days. That's hard to fathom. I mean, I know we talked about the 68-game winning streak, which it makes sense in that context. But, like, knowing the last two years we lost four games, well, when you look at it, they weren't at home. They were on the road, you know, Uh, at least when when we're talking the league opponents. We lost to Township in 2017. 2018, we lose to Warwick. Well, it was on the road. So now we get one at home, and it's been over 12 years since that last happened. And then – Mr. Mike Drago messaged me wanting to know when was the last time Township beat Wilson at home. And I started thinking, I was like, oh, well, I know they they lost some league games in 2007. It might have been there. And then I looked at it, I was like, no, that was Warwick. It was at Township that we lost to them that year. And kept going back and kept going back. And then Drago helped me. He's like, I got a few years that are options. I don't have the data here. Can you get it for me? So Wilson lost to Township in 83 and 85 at home. Or excuse me. In general, but it wasn't at home. They were both. So I was like, well, he's like, they lost to him in 77 and 76. Because it's back to back, I would think one of them was at Gursky. And he was correct. September 25th, 1976 is the last time Wilson lost to Mannheim Township at what wasn't even called Gursky Stadium then because John Gursky was the head coach. At Wilson. Be a bold move. Uh, it was, tw- <laughs> I believe it was 12 to nothing. So Wilson actually got shut out. By the blue streaks. But yeah, 1976. Wow. Last time Wilson lost at home to Mannheim Township. 43 years ago, um, nearly exactly, as this was the wow. 27th, and that game was on September 25th. Obviously, a Saturday game, as that's what the majority of them were through the, uh, well, the beginning of football up until <laughs> the 80s sometime for, for a lot of opponents. Some even later, some into the 90s, like McCaskey. playing on Saturdays. So, yeah. uh, So those are a couple interesting tidbits that popped up. Uh, Obviously not in our favor, but definitely notable, that's for sure. Yeah, worth noting anyway. All right. So before we preview our Hempfield game, is there anything else you want to talk about relating to Manheim Township before we move on? No, it's just, um, you know, we kind of mentioned it before. It it obviously wasn't the outcome that we would like or would want. I know – I, I'm certain that uh, the team would like to 
be able to get another shot at it, you know, at some point this season. But I think you can't let that that in that get in the way. Like that, don't let the big picture get in the way of the details. You know, like sometimes we get cluttered down with the details, but if you want that other shot, you have to start taking care of business this week. You know, and so when you get to uh, Hempfield and your preparation for Hempfield, which we know has started, um, handle your business this week. Don't take them lightly. You know, like again, they beat they beat LS this past week. I know the LS is a Section Two team, but it's a Section Two team that is usually in the running. Yeah, usually a top three team. They usually make districts, and they usually, you know, so they're a solid team. They have the unfortunate part there of being in with Manheim Central, Manheim Central, a lot of times, but which that was a shootout. Who who ended up winning that? Manheim Central. Did they? Yeah, yeah. Um, They put up. It was. I knew it was close, but after like everything going on, I think it was forty something to thirty something. It was a. It was a. High scoring. Do you, game. Did Palm play? No Palm play the whole time. Do you know? I I do not know. I didn't look up much of anything except I saw that um, Manheim Central was scoring some late. Okay. Um, but but yeah. So I mean, you look at it. That, that's no joke. So this isn't. You know, you, you have to go in there and you have to be ready to go. You know, you're going to get a, their best shot. We talked about earlier. You know, depending on how the second half of the season goes for them. Um, you know they could, you know, make a run at that at that those bottom playoff spots. You know for districts. You know because I know I'm trying to think they've already played like Hempfield. Where their last played, big big game? Right, Where right. their last big game? So they've played the 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 teams expected to be at the top. But so. no, no, they played Township Week Ten. That's the okay, rivalry okay. game. So they play Township Week Ten. They, played, they played Warwick. Warwick they played Cedar, they played Cedar Crest. Crest. So they play us this this they coming have week. Some some games that they expect to win, kind of. Over the next few weeks, it's a big game for them. Yeah, they're probably thinking we can win two of these. If we squeak out one of the others, there's an opportunity for us to make it at five right. five. Which, you know, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. No, no, some, but yeah, you know, let's talk you know about. They're uh, going to give you a shot. So our you, housekeeping yeah, stuff right. before we move to the Black Knights uh, altogether. So our show sponsors again: May Sandwich Shop, Topher's Tenth and Elm Cafe, our two anonymous donors, and Andy Her who we mentioned just a little bit ago with that little nugget about uh, the last time Wilson lost a home section game. So we appreciate all of their contributions to the show to help us kind of keep the lights on here. And, uh, you know, we have uh, opportunities for others to join them if you would be interested in doing that. And there's multiple ways you can support us besides sponsorship and advertising or the in-kind donations. There's the website, which always has a bunch of information, including a lot of this history and heritage and statistics that I'm able to reference uh, or find out pretty quickly. I just actually used the site today to let Drago know the last time that there was, at least for Wilson, a a rain delay and postponement that was actually made up. Not the OJ Roberts one from 2001, but back in 2000, my sophomore year, we played Harrisburg the first game of the season and just like six minutes into the game. Because that's crazy because those were back-to-back years. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, like, we talked – well, and we had a crazy yeah. one my senior year in 2002 where Penn Manor got moved to a Monday. And that, that has happened to Man- with Mannheim Central yeah. a few – And that Mannheim Central game was mentioned by Paul Roberts in this like thread of tweets <laughs> talking about – because we're talking about why I'm missing right. being delayed with Fleetwood, which congratulations to the Spartans – Getting yeah. that win today, uh, moving to six and zero, looking good in that section two race. But yeah, the uh, 
the, the, the rain delays, the postponements, the suspensions. Uh, it was weird for it to be Saturday to a Sunday, and Drago was covering this, and he said he didn't think he had ever done a scholastic game that ha- that had happened to. And Brian Rippey covered the game that I'm ref- I referencing, saw that. I saw that. Um, where Wilson played the first like seven minutes against Harrisburg, was down six nothing on a Friday night. Rain delay of over like an hour, hour and fifteen minutes pushed it to Saturday. We started again at noon, and we came back. Uh, Wilson came back to beat Harrisburg. Um, and got the 2000 season kicked off there. But I knew it had happened at Wilson while I was there. Now, maybe it's happened since then, but of the ones I'm familiar with, for sure, that... So, yeah, I'll, I have a story for you then. It, it's unrelated to Wilson, though, so I'll save it till after the show. <laughs> All right, so our next live show will be next Sunday, October 6th. October, like you said, it's here. Uh, we'll be recapping the game against Hempfield and previewing the game against Warwick. And here is the schedule for those of you that have been watching since the beginning. Again, we're we're halfway through that second column now. So things are moving along quickly. And this is now less than two weeks away. The big uh, 75th season celebration events are happening. Friday, October 11th, the game against Warwick is the Tradition Club event welcoming back the title teams from the years that ended 9, 69, 79, 89, 99, and 2009 And then the next day, Saturday, October 12th, is the Alumni Flag football game and the post-game evening reception at P.J. Wellahan's. Tickets for both events are now on sale. You can get them online at bulldoghour.com. Just click on the tickets link or come and see me and my family at May's Sandwich Shop. We have physical tickets there. Advanced ticket sales will save you money for the flag football game. Uh, They're $3 to $4, whereas if you buy them at the gate, everyone will be paying $6. So uh, try to get them early. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun time. we got pretty much everything uh, squared away for the, the game, just last-minute setups, and that's happening again October 12th. Kickoff at 6 o'clock at Gursky Stadium, and uh, it should be a good time. Very much looking forward to it. So to wrap up this evening, we're going to be talking about the Hempfield Black Knights. They sit at 2-4 and four in uh, overall play. I guess they are Owen they Owen two in section one with losses I guess so. to Cedar Crest, Cedar Crest and, Warwick. and Warwick. So um you know Hempfield has been one of those mid tier teams, not often rising to the top the last few years. If you look back in Wilson history, the they game, usually were a team right. that was very competitive with the game with that the sticks out to me, and I know this was growingly a long time ago, but um the game where Fode came up with a big play at the end. Um, Are you 2015? Yeah. 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 So like, that's the one that just, in recent history, that's the one that sticks out to me a lot. Yeah. I, that's the one where I have that great picture of the kid with his hands on the helmet. When he's being, I wasn't when the at that game. Sacked. I wasn't you, at that game. You weren't at that game. No, I'm oh. almost certain I was not at no, that that's game. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I think that was the last year. I wasn't really at all the games yet. Now I'm at a lot of the games. We got those are the dark times. <laughs> so uh, Hempfield um, is coached by Ron Zyber, who's uh, familiar with uh, Burke's football. But this is actually his ninth year at Hempfield yeah, now. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, according to uh, Jeff Reinert's uh, writing at Lancaster Newspapers, uh, LancasterOnline.com, Zyber is 48 and 41 overall in his nine years. Uh, last year they were three and three in section one, which, like I said, is good enough for fourth place. And their five and five regular season record 
got them to squeak into the district playoffs. Of course, they had a first-round meeting with Harrisburg, and that didn't go in their favor. Uh, as we found out the next week, Harrisburg yes. was pretty pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, so the, the biggest problem, we, we played Hempfield at um, the Reading Philly Stadium oh, last yeah. year, the, yeah. the Fighting Stadium. I was as, trying to think. I was like, I don't remember, you don't remember playing that them at home Because we didn't. Year. I mean, we, it was the home game, but it was the right. Gridiron Classic. And Wilson ended up winning that game. It, it was close. It was tough. But Bulldogs came out on top. Um, but those the big guys that they had last year, um, they're they're gone again. Like we saw two years ago when they gave us uh, you know a scare in 2017 at their place. But they had a couple, they had a good like trio of skill position yeah. players, and they always have big linemen. Uh, and and a, a few of them along the line, especially, were back last year. But this year is not the case. Um, the running back uh, Matt Houston is gone. Um, Riley Good and Darren Ressler, two other pieces from that crew over the last two years, also gone. I believe Colin Peters was the quarterback last year, though, or at, he spent time there. He yeah. is back, uh, but again, they're, they're trying to find a lot of pieces to uh, go in the right places still halfway through the season. Again, they're, they're, they're middle, middle, bottom in terms of uh, statistics and, and rankings here after uh, most teams have played two section games and uh, six on the year. So they're probably looking at, you would think, fifth place finish in the section if you go right. by the first six weeks of the season. Right. Um, then Penn Manor's probably six and McCaskey's seven. So where are those top four jostle? We don't know, but Wilson can ensure that they stay in the top four and keep Hempfield in the bottom half uh, this Friday night. So... um yeah, I don't know what uh, you have anything else to say yeah, about just, the Hempfield game. I know game. when we've gone up there, it, you know, and even last year. Now, last year was a crazy year. You know, you're at the Reading Philly Stadium or the Fightins, and um, you know, it's just that whole different atmosphere. It was a really cool atmosphere. Um, it, that was a lot of fun. Uh, but it seems like when we go up there, man, you they give they give their best shot. You know, they they're not you know a team where you're just gonna walk in there and oh well. This is Wilson, and they'll just kind of, you know, that 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 will be enough on its own. Right. So, um, you, you need to go in there and and handle your business. Um, like I said, I, we know the preparation started. We know that there's things that they'll they'll work on this year, um, or this week, sorry. And it, it, it'll this is a chance to kind of move on from that township game. We, we talked about it. the township game didn't end how we wanted it to. Um, the only thing you can do is to move on and, and handle your business. We said it going into the township game. We said it yep. going into the, the Penn Manor game. You know, one game at a time, that's what you have to do. And so this is the next game. You can't look ahead to that Warwick game. No. You, know, no, you because, can't get caught looking ahead at all. Because if you end up in trouble this week, then, you know, that takes significance away from the other game. So right. handle this game to set yourself up for that big Warwick game in, in a couple weeks. But you need to handle your business here tonight and or friday night and um you know just let the to take it one week at a time right now right for sure um so just because it's early and i don't want to go quite yet just we'll we'll talk or let play these um highlights from the uh the hemfield lambert strasburg game which we mentioned hemfield won that game to improve to two and four and ls is no pushover so no this isn't uh this isn't them just pushing around some smaller school. Um, I guess I got to play. It helps. It'll, we'll probably only get to see a minute of it anyway. Yeah. So. Oh, good. It's jumping around. I love when it does that too. So, 
Yep. So, oh, still awesome. This is wonderful. Oh, it's still happening. Maybe we won't. Maybe we won't watch this if it's going to be ridiculous like this. I'm not really sure what it's even doing. It's making me sick. It's just like skitzing around here. Let's uh, let's load that back up. <laughs> try that again. I find it hard to believe 175 people have watched that. <laughs> well, if it's anything like what we were seeing, I would doubt that they did. Oh, it's going to keep doing it. All right, so I guess we're not doing that because uh, Huddle's being weird. But it's probably only like 87 people. But like everybody refreshed it. Was, it right, at least they once had to, to do see that. If it yeah. Would do it, so. so, yep. Sorry, I wanted to show you some uh, Hempfield highlights, but uh, doesn't want to let us do that. So. Um, I think that's uh, pretty much it. I guess the only other thing I want to mention here, um, and it's more of a housekeeping thing, just want to point out that I've been running the uh, Vintage Game Film Series oh, yeah, uh, a yeah. few days a week, three to four days a week. I'm highlighting the uh, four of the five teams that we're honoring at the Warwick game that I mentioned, those seasons that end in nine. I've been pulling their, uh, their season film together that I burned over the last 18 months. I have a lot of Wilson game film on my computer now. Just a bit. Every Just game that the team has up to like 2005 or so. And then I got to work on the, uh, the mini DV discs and then uh, the huddle stuff, which I've already talked to Jeremy about um, working through. So hopefully I will have every game that the school has very soon. Uh, that's the only reason I'm not showing the 2009 stuff is I don't have it yet. Right. But I'm showing all the games from 1969, except for week, I think it's six, the, uh, Reading Central Catholic game doesn't exist. I hadn't picked up on the pattern that you were showing it from the years. Oh, I'm trying to show it on the exact anniversary. So every so time I show a 69 I, game, it's the 50th anniversary right. of that so game. So I did notice that the dates were lining up, but I didn't notice that they were all from the same, like, that they're from the years. Yeah, yeah. So I'm show, trying to show every game. I know that the 50th, doesn't surprise 40th, you at all that I didn't notice. 30th and 20th anniversary of those exact games. Now, some night, like I'm, I was behind this week. I was supposed to show the 69 game on Friday, and I didn't wasn't able to do that. Um, so I got caught up with that today, and then I did back-to-back kind of a, 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 a duo, a duet here th- this evening uh, or before this show, 79 and 89. I did game five. So the next one will be Tuesday night, 1999, Game 5. And, I mean, obviously, if this was a title team, these were some great teams. But not only were these great teams, these teams had underfeeder regular seasons and they went deep in the playoffs if playoffs existed. The 69 team was the second Wilson team to ever go undefeated. They were 10-0, so we're going to watch nine of those games. Like I said, the Reading Central Catholic game doesn't wasn't in the Wilson archive, so I don't have it. Uh, that was Game 6, so we'll be missing that one in the next couple weeks. But the 79 team went, I think, 10 and 1. So, uh, you know, that's a pretty good year before playoffs started. But then 89, 14 and 1. So we're going to be with them for a while. Same thing with 99. They went 12 and 1. And uh, I have all of those games. So the only one missing from that that lot was the sixth game from 1969. So, and I put out an announcement when I started this uh, about a month ago. But, uh, you know, it's, I figure I have these film, you know, yeah, show cool. it out there. And if anyone's interested in purchasing it, you know, I've been running that fundraiser for the team for a long time. Haven't sold a bunch of them recently, but, you know, they're available on USB drives or I can burn them to DVD. That's remember, a, remember, a lot more work, though. So people, buy it USB. People, <laughs> people jumped on that and then last fall happened and that was just yeah. pure chaos for yeah. everybody. But. Yeah, that's just, yeah, it was... It was it was crazy, but thankfully all that stuff is backed up for uh, 
for yeah, archival awesome. and history purposes, and now we can take advantage and have some fun things about that. I had wanted to do uh, like a Wilson like greatest games like thing for the seventy fifth season, um, but there's just so much else going on. So I'm thinking maybe next year because it's the seventy fifth anniversary. Same if, thing. if we want to get into this um, on on air, but no, <laughs> we're not going to. But yeah, so because you know that all, because <laughs> yeah, I know I know you, I know you all too well. You do, you do. Um, yeah, so. Maybe next year I can, and maybe I'll have all of the game film from, you know, 2005, 2006, whenever it got moved to the mini DVs and the digital, hopefully I can get the last like 15 years or so, and then I can really pick and choose. And I only mentioned, bring that up at all, because obviously the Wilson Mifflin game from 2014 has to be on that list. Yeah. Yeah. Another one I didn't, I didn't get to see. So (laughs) I'll have to, I'll have to sit down and watch it. And I would think you on the short list, you know, I think the Wilson Cumberland Valley District Championship game from 2016 was a pretty good one too, being down that, 14 nothing and then storming awesome back one. with four straight touchdowns. There were lots of fun things about that one. Like on the personal note, one of my favorite is like just saying, all right, think about who you want to interview. Right, yeah. Cause, <laughs> and the look you gave me was like, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously we didn't have interviews tonight. Justin and I usually right. let the players and coaches, you know, uh, yeah, we cool, just try to stay just out relax and cool off and not have to focus and talk to us about it right away about hey why did we lose no it's like unfortunately they have to do that with like drago and people like that i don't i don't like doing that about the teams i root for and i'm not playing in the game right. like like when the eagles lose like i don't want to talk about it like and you have nothing to do with it right it was i literally just sat there and watched <laughs> like that's all i did from on TV, I wasn't right. even it there wasn't even in the stadium. Right. Yeah. So we're a little closer in this, but again, we have nothing to do with what happens on the field, and right. we don't want to be like, "Hey, why did you do this?" or "Why didn't this work?" <laughs> yeah. What happened? Like, no, no, no. That's not our thing. We'll leave that up to the media professionals <laughs> that don't have intimate ties to the program. <laughs> so uh, you know, we'll let that go. But yeah. So Justin said at the halftime of that 2016 district championship game, he's just like, you know, we're losing 14 nothing, and he's like you know what, just let me know who you want to interview after the game. And I look at him I'm like, all right, I will do that. And that was that second half was awesome. <laughs> and then uh, I forget if we may have not even talked to any players because everyone was going nuts. And we talked to Doug, though. We, we yeah. had an interview. Yeah, that was, that was so. a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So we look forward to uh, – We should have interviewed the guy who was working the gate. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that didn't want to let us in? Yeah. Back in my day, <laughs> coaches <laughs> came on the bus. Yeah, we'll just let it stop we'll let there. It, yeah, we'll stop it there. We don't have to go any farther. So, All right. Well, I think that's about it. A little bit shorter show this week. Um, hopefully next week uh, we can get to the hour. We'll throw some interviews in. Yeah, yeah that would and, be fun. Uh, you know, we'll be ready to roll. And, uh, you know, game against Hempfield, another opportunity for uh, Coach Doms to tie Coach Gursky. Uh, yeah. Let's head coaching done. wins list. So done. That's look crazy. forward to uh, to the game Friday at Hempfield. If you can't make it, I will have the uh, live stream, the, the game from uh, my little iPad mobile streaming device, uh, courtesy uh, of Justin Burke. His help is always appreciated. And uh, yeah, so if, uh, or if you, before I go, if you have any uh, suggestions for Wilson's greatest games, because, you know, I know. A decent amount about Wilson football, but there are plenty of games that I don't know anything about. So if there's one that I may not know about, let me know why it's one of Wilson's greatest games. Let me know like the date and the teams and stuff, and I'll pull up the film and check it out and you know maybe add it to my list to uh, broadcast next year. Yeah. All right. 
But I think that does it for us. Uh, this wraps up episode 5-13 of the Bulldog Hour. We appreciate everyone joining us and all of our sponsors for helping us out. Uh, but for Justin Raffoff, I'm Joe Mays. And for the entire Wilson football program, remember until next time, go, go Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Bulldog Hour. Want more Wilson football? Follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Or visit www.bulldoghour.com. The Bulldog Hour is a feature program on jmnjrradio.com.